Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Here's this week's message. This morning we come to Acts chapter 3, verses 12 to 19. It's the Acts of the Apostles. Acts chapter 3, verses 12 to 19. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us, as though by our own power or godliness we may, had made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and killed the Prince of Life whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. It's the word of God for us this morning. Our sermon this morning talks about repentance. Not always a particular enjoyable topic to talk about, but that's what our scripture is about this morning in Acts chapter 3, verses 12 to 19. And in fact, repentance is a prominent theme throughout much of the book of Acts. When Peter first begins preaching, he says that we need to deal with our sin before new life comes in our hearts. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And in our text for today, Acts chapter 3, verses 19 says, Repent, therefore, and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Later, when Paul was preaching before the Areopagus in Acts chapter 17, he says, While God has overlooked the times of human ignorance, now he commands all people everywhere to repent. But first, what is repentance? Repentance is a turning around of life from going in the wrong direction to going in the right direction. The word repentance, as used in both Old and New Testaments, means basically a turning to God. And we will look at the past, present, and future aspects of repentance this morning. Repentance as turning from the past. We'll start there. In setting the course of life, most people choose a well-traveled road that seems to offer many advantages. Our intentions are good. We're not bothering anybody else. We aren't doing anything wrong by worldly standards. But after a while, 
life just doesn't turn out the way we expected. Signs along the way begin to suggest that merely to continue more of the same year after year will not get us where we want to go. Then something comes along that indicates plainly that we are headed in the wrong direction, that more of the same will actually make the problem worse. It is not a matter of doing what we are doing better. It's not a matter of a little fix-up. It must turn completely around. We have to turn from the past, and everyone has a past. Yes, if we're honest, we have to admit it. We all have a past that we don't know how to get over. Thankfully, the Christian faith has a great suggestion about dealing with our past. We can repent. Repentance begins with the recognition that life is moving in the wrong direction. No matter how long we have been doing it, no matter how many others may be doing the same thing, no matter how content we are with our situation, we must repent. It also involves the willingness to analyze where life is really heading. Repentance speaks to an urgent need in which we all feel to reorient life so that it will be centered around the right goals, centered around God. To repent does not mean to admit that we have done something worse than anybody else. Rather, it means to step back, to evaluate the present direction of life, and then to decide if we are heading in the right direction. And what about the future? Repentance as turning toward the future. So after we realize that we are heading in the wrong direction, we are frustrated by our terrible mistake. We might try to blame others, but finger-pointing will not do us any good. Instead of fussing at ourselves, our spouse, our kids, or the world in general, what we really need is to turn around and travel in the opposite direction. Something better awaits us in the opposite direction. In the same way, many people never get around to repenting, either because they are looking for somebody to blame for their situation. The blame game doesn't get us headed in the right direction. So imagine this scene. We realize that we're headed in the wrong direction, but we decide to continue on this road anyway. We might say, well, we're heading in the wrong direction, but let's just keep going and see if we get there anyway. Some people are like that. They're so set in their ways that they are willing to settle for second best. Some people keep expecting new results from the same old behaviors. This is just the way I am. I'll keep doing the same thing over and over again, but maybe I'll get different results this time. It won't happen. We need assurance that a better destination awaits us in the future. If only we will abandon the way that we have been going in the past. Notice that last part of our key verse, Acts chapter 3, verses 19. Repent, therefore, and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Jesus presents a different future in Mark chapter 1, verse 15. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. 
repent and believe in the gospel. Jesus did not say repent because of your past. Rather, he said repent because God is about to do something wonderful. In repentance, we have not only a dissatisfaction with the way things have been going, but also a longing for something better in life. All of us want a future that is better than our past. So the possibility of entering the kingdom of God offers a reason to break with the past and redirect our lives. Now we have fresh commitments that point life in a different direction. Now we have a better option that awaits us if we will turn in a new direction. As long as we focus on our mistakes, we are going to be immobilized by our guilt. Only as we turn from our present course and look in a new direction will we discover an alternative compelling enough to call us away from our mistaken path. So now let's look at repentance as a turning around in the present. Once we learn that repentance is good news rather than bad news, then we are more likely to accept this option of turning around. But such change is never easy. In fact, it may be frightening for some of us. It is giving up what we have, which is safe, secure, certain, for what we don't have, which is unsafe, insecure, uncertain. But such risky turning is at the heart of real repentance. For many of us, turning does not come so easily. It takes an act of will for us to make a turn. It means breaking old habits. It means admitting that we have been wrong, and this is never easy. It means losing face. It means starting all over again, and this is always painful. It means saying, I'm sorry. It means recognizing that we have the ability to change. These things are terribly hard to do, but unless we turn, we will be trapped forever in yesterday's ways. Why repent? Why should we repent? We can never go to our real goals. We can never get to our real goals if we just continue doing the same things we have always done. If we keep going down that road in this direction, we will never get to our destination. But we should also consider God. When we go the wrong way in life, we break the heart of God. And we should care so much about God that we don't want to break God's heart. We repent because God loves us. Let's not break God's heart. Let us cl close with prayer this morning. Lord, help us this week to change our ways. Help us to repent and turn from the evil sinfulness in our lives. Help us to do this because you love us and we want to show our love for you by obeying your commands. Amen.